And it is time for session 131 of the Scarper Shoals campaign. <laughs> the weather is clear and temperate with a moderate breeze from the southwest. The wind doesn't matter much, however, as Avaloki and Nock are aboard the dwarf paddle wheeler, Wave Splitter, as its captain brings it into the harbor at the dwarven city of Bakdralin. The huge dwarven ship floats at the entrance to the harbor in the same place it did last time the order visited the city, but now there's a good deal more activity going on around it. There are several smaller vessels tied up to its sides, and cranes can be seen erected on its decks. It looks like some kind of refit is underway. The wave splitter passes the public wharf, where the mooncaller had docked on your previous visit, instead heading into a tunnel that leads into a huge cavern cut into the solid rock of the cliff. The wave splitter heads to one of a dozen or so machines that wait on, the, on a shelf of stone that rings the water, where dock workers throw ropes to guide it into place on the machine. With a tremendous grinding of gears, the apparatus lifts the ship entirely out of the water, and a ladder is placed on the side for everyone to debark. Lestiny mo motions for you to follow her. Come on, I'll get you set up with a place to stay while I report to my Uncle Gadabork. Since you're interested in spending money, he'll probably want to see you right away, but it's still not on me to invite you in. She hops onto a canal boat that brings you up a few levels to a wide balcony overlooking the harbor. An open pair of doors lead into a noisy tavern where well-dressed dwarves and gnomes sit at long tables eating, drinking, smoking, chatting, singing, and play playing dice. Welcome to the Movin' Still, says Glastiny, my favorite place. Inside, an iron apparatus in the center of the room gurgles and blurps, with glass reservoirs at the top bubbling with various colored liquids, tended by a pair of bespectacled gnomes. Every so often, a piece of the machine rotates, slides, retracts, extends, or otherwise makes a, makes a motion, uh, resulting in various vessels being filled at the bottom. Glastani hails one of the gnomes in the mountain speech, which Nock can understand. Ethric, set up my clients here. Treat them good. She gives Avaloki a nod. All you can drink for one gold, but if you pass out, it's an extra two for a bed. One gold for a meal, and it's worth it, too, if you ask me. Anyways, enjoy yourselves. I'm off to report in. Um, couple of quick uh, questions. Uh -huh. One is is uh, a brief uh, table talk reminder that we are here primarily to, like, she is reporting that the keep construction is complete. Mm-hmm. And that we would like to commission them for building the tower as right. well. Yes. Uh, was there any other business while we were here? I don't think so. I mean, there doesn't have to be. I was just trying. I couldn't remember if there was anything else. And so. No. Uh, I think, didn't Nock mention wanting to get a, an adamantine weapon? Uh, she does. I don't know that she can afford it, but she's definitely interested in looking and seeing what might be available. I mean, it's absolutely worth looking into, I think. Yeah. Well, as far as you know, this is the only place where they can be obtained. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's that's pretty much all it is, but that's probably going to be like a five-second conversation. Woo, that price is too steep right now. <laughs> well, the, 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 the amount of help you supplied uh, to us when 
when we were in Chrysalis, I think entitles you to some degree of uh, uh, access to Order of the Violet Dawn funds. Especially if you intend to continue with us, I believe that we will all find that you in the possession of an adamantine weapon is useful mutually to all concerned. Well, I would definitely hope so. Uh, I guess we should first uh, find out what it is that they are asking. Mm -hmm. um, so I think uh, the the one other thing that I was going to ask in character before Glastini leaves. Okay. I, 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 I will touch her shoulder and I will say, if this is your favorite place, then you must tell me what you would order if you were here. Well, it depends. If I was interested in getting drunk, then you definitely want to have uh, the drink of the minute, <laughs> which is whatever comes out of that machine when you order. <laughs> uh, you don't actually like make an order and then you pay for it and stuff like that. You you buy you buy a mug, and then you can just fill that as much as you like because it's all you can drink for for a gold. And the machine just basically dispenses stuff, and sometimes there's one thing and sometimes it's another, and you never really know. And part of the fun is uh, like, what are you going to get this particular time? Mm -hmm. uh, there's all kinds of flavors and stuff in there. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I'm not. I mean. That's not my thing, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's for the high caliber stuff, and there's also barrels of ale in the back, just you know the usual dwarven ale, which is a little stronger than that piss water you got there in the syndicate, but. Uh, <laughs> well, bear in mind, I it. it's not what I've got in the syndicate. <laughs> I am a visitor to the syndicate oh, as much as you. Well, okay then. Well, fine. You know, I've never had any elven wine, so I can't tell you how it compares. But I uh, must absolutely <laughs> procure some for us to drink upon my next visit there. If it's got alcohol, I'll try it. It does. Then we're good. Anyways, <laughs> I leave you in the tender care of my friend Ethrike over here, and uh, and because uh, yeah, Caltech's already probably gotten the word that I'm. Uh, that, I'm, that, that the ship's arrived, so I gotta, I gotta go. You take care. Don't get into too much trouble. No promises. <laughs> so you look around a bit, and the clientele here appears entirely to be dwarves and gnomes, except for a single human. Yes? What? Human. Say what? She's sitting at the end of one of the tables, smoking a long-stemmed pipe. She has long black hair with a streak of bright green down the middle, gathered into a braid. Looks to be somewhere uh, getting close to middle age. Has, you know, doesn't have that, that roundness of youth to her at all. Uh, but um, uh, she's wearing a uh, nondescript brown tunic. And uh, the place is quite warm, so she's got her cloak draped over the back of her chair. Um, uh, and compared to the, uh, the, 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 the colors and flash of the, uh, the dwarves and gnomes in this place, she seems a little underdressed, mm. but before you can investigate her at all, a familiar voice f shouts from a table where some kind of song was underway. It's Belk, 
the battle rager dwarf who had led your expedition to the forge where Sierra's axe was made. Mm-hmm. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> ah! I, I think I think Avaloki would remember, right? Even unless you um, roll or something. Well, I, who, who would remember Wait, no, is actually no, Avaloki wasn't there because it was Susan on that expedition. Yeah, it was Susan, and yeah. the one who recognized the one who recognizes him is Tobias. Oh. And Tobias and Belk recognizes Tobias. I know that squirrely yeah. little face. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias, would you like yeah. to introduce us to your friend? It saying his name has made me realize I forgot to open his character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I've just been staring at the front page D and D beyond. Like this is totally useful. Sure. <laughs> um, and Tobias is just like, ah, oh, well, um, these, if you'll remember Belk, the, not well. I do. I don't know if any of you do. They don't. They would not have met. They would not have met him. You got a new crew. Uh, yeah, been with them for. It's been a couple of years now. No. And he, cool, and he cool. makes very polite introductions all around. Excessively that, polite. <laughs> that actually, I, I, I am just suddenly curious, just because we don't talk about it very much. We don't talk At about what it. point? How far removed are we from the war with the Lamias and all? Uh, at this point, it's still like not even a year. Okay, yeah. So that's what yeah, I was okay. just thinking. Um, I but, was thinking. I was thinking it was like more like two or three years. But no, I, I mean, I like the idea that it could be. It, it could still be that uh, you know uh, there was a unit of sorts prior to the war that kind of got into the war, although probably Avaloki well, would have been Belk, at that point. Belk, being a battle rager, would have been one of the people who was sent to support the uh, support the syndicate uh, from the Mountain Kingdom when, when, when their support was, was invoked. Uh, because the battle ragers are kind of like the French Foreign Legion. Anything goes wrong somewhere, these are the guys you send because they are the outcasts and... and uh, scum of the kingdom uh, that you, you know, hand an axe and some some beer and say, okay, go get them. So, uh, greetings, uh, Belk. Is that, is, do I have your name correct? Belk! And then he bur- belps really loudly. Like that, but with a K. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Uh, I'm to understand that you assisted uh, Tobias and some of our other members in uh, Order of the Violet Dawn business, and uh, it, my impression of you is that you were excellent in that capacity. I am Avaloki Tasvara. It is a pleasure to meet you. I am excellent in every capacity. Just <laughs> 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 it clear, they assisted me. <laughs> is, nice to meet you. Us- this is usually true with dwarven fighters. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and uh, my my colleague here, Knock, uh, also with a, or are we still saying Knaka? Uh, actually, you're saying you're saying Sifa. Oh, right. Yes, I apologize, Sifa, because we 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 did decide on that, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my apologies. Yes. Yeah, so I would. I I think Avaloki would have remembered. Yes. So. Avaloki would have remembered. Yes, my my colleague Sifa and uh, uh, 
we we are here, of course, to do additional Order of the Violeton business, although I don't know if it will, do not know yet if it will require the services of a battle ranger, but uh, better to have one and not uh, and not need them than to need one and not have one, I suppose. If you need me, me and my pole will be there. So the, the gnome, Ethric, walks over. <laughs> the gnome, Ethric, walks over with, uh, with uh, 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 three uh, mugs in his hand. Uh, Felk already has his. And says, all right, uh, Glastani already told you how things work. So... It's time to pay up because we don't, we don't, uh, we don't, we, if you, if you're not, uh, if you're not a customer, you can't sit and jaw with the, with people. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think Avaloki, uh, we, we would have certainly arranged for cash on hand. Right. Um, I, I will, I will go ahead and pay. Um, well, so question, were, were we intending to stay here? How long are we expecting to wait here? Well, um, because she said like it'll be an extra gold if you need a bed, but is that the plan or no? Um, uh, the at the very least, the wave splitter needs a couple of days to refit and get ready mm-hmm. to go out again. Um, its engine, uh, the uh, the spin metal, the the spin stone that runs its engine. Uh, gradually wears it down over time and the ship gets slower and they're going to swap out for a fresh one. And that okay. takes a little time. That's that's why they were in that apparatus in the cavern was because it's not just, oh, we're going to dock and take on supplies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're uh, basically, uh, you know, having to swap out the motor. Well, I'm just so. saying that it sounded like Glastani had a plan. She was going to go report and, and then right. like, and get then, back to us. And I, my question was... Are we waiting for her to come back and tell us what's going on tonight? She'll probably she'll probably tell, let you know what the schedule is tonight, and, okay. and and then you'll know whether you need to stay overnight or what. All right. Uh, well, I'll say uh, you know in anticipation of uh, a night's stay in this lovely setting, uh, I will offer two gold apiece for for the party. Okay. So that's that's. Uh, As drinks in the room, but not dinner. <laughs> oh well, I what I was, yeah, you know, okay. So three then. Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Um, but uh, yes, I, I I'm curious though, uh, Tobias. Uh, I I did not hear much in the way of a report of the specific details, and I certainly wouldn't get it from Finneran or Susan. <laughs> <laughs> So perhaps you two should tell us the story of that adventure. Um, so, anyways, once you've paid, he hands out. <laughs> once you've paid, he hands out, hands each of you a, 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 a tankard. Um, it's a pretty voluminous thing. Um, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a big old you know the, the large size beer steins you've seen that look like they're about I think about sixteen ounces. That's what these things. Hold and he says, "the the uh, the ales in the back." But if you want to take your chances with the uh, moving still, there it is. Just walk up and pull a spigot and see what you get. That's how it works. And uh, I'll narrow my eyes and lean down. <laughs> is that a dare? <laughs> uh, there are some who consider it a challenge. 
But, um, you know something? Yeah, sure. It's a dare. <laughs> Have fun. Anyways, he goes back to uh, <laughs> whatever it is he's doing, maintaining the machine. Well, uh, just in particular, because as previously established, Avaloki's revitalization is tests of skill against a worthy <laughs> opponent. Uh-huh. Well, there are there are people playing dice at various tables. Well, no, I but. thought it was like if 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 a challenge has been made to <laughs> take the risk of the harder stuff in a, in a, from a moving still, uh, that's kind of like that sounded like a challenge. That's kind of what I was talking about. But anyway, uh, up to you if you think that that wouldn't count. I, you know, not unless there's there's stakes, right? If there's a drink, if it's a drinking game and you've got someone you're up, you're up against. Well, that was kind of what I was that's kind great. of trying to initiate. But there, but, but yeah, but but uh, no, yeah. Um, he's he's oh, well, a, he's tending perhaps. the machine. He needs to stay sober. Okay. Well, then perhaps I will say, Belk. I may have need of you after all. <laughs> What's the deed? I have been told that the moving still over there represents a challenge and should not be approached by amateur drinkers. Especially thin ones like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, as it happens, I may surprise you in that regard. Would you care to put a wager on it? I don't know. A couple of coins. Wait, what are we betting on? <laughs> you won't fall over the first sip? <laughs> I might even see that. Well, I'll give you better odds than that. What yeah, about you, Tobias? Care to join us? Um, you know what? I think he will. Okay. I was going to say no, and then I realized his father's a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps uh, stakes then. Um, shall we? Is the challenge represented primarily by the strength of the alcohol or by the ability to retrieve said alcohol from the moving still without spilling? It's it doesn't look it doesn't look like it's much of a challenge to actually get alcohol out of it. The spigots don't move around. It's the it's all the the, the kind of parts above it that I see. That, that, that rotate and mm-hmm. and you know, so same spigot. It's just changes what is being delivered to it. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, well, then perhaps, perhaps then this was not part of the original idea, but I'm going to say okay that um, that one of the spigots is known for occasionally putting out um, uh, particularly vile concoctions, mm. and that that. People who are having a drinking game will use that one uh, because just being able to swallow what it puts out is a challenge just by itself. Um, and uh, uh, it, based on um, uh, and then, you know, <clears throat> and then there's usually some kind of sobriety test after that. Some, yeah. some Well, I was just something. going to say, perhaps a drinking game from my homeland it involves a special uh, set of gestures that require concentration to perform. And, I, and I'll demonstrate like a sleight of hand skill is what I'm... 
Okay. Okay. And and the the idea is that uh, we each perform uh, the 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 challenge, and then we each take a drink and repeat until one of us fails to do either. Take a drink, do a thing, you go boom. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I will. Uh, so, knock. Uh, you know that um, that getting drunk is is something that you have uh, imitated in the past, but it does not actually part of your nature. Yeah. Um, so it would be not be fair, and your care and your your compatriots know that it would not be fair to in, to engage in this. Uh, are you going to do something else while this is going on? Or are you going to observe and perhaps referee? Uh, they are. They seem to all be adult persons of their species. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, Nock actually speaks Gnomish. Yes, so I yes. think she's going to uh, wander around and you know listen, listen a little bit to see if she can pick up on any kind of gossip and just kind of be there in the background. She is going to try something from the, the drink of the minute. Okay. Uh, but she's going to nurse it along. Okay. All right. Um, make a... The, the the rest of the party gets gets started with their game, and I'm just going to leave that as because the first few rounds are easy and uh, you don't need to really sure, roll sure. that much. Well, so uh, and in particular, just to kind of give the mental the mental image, I'd imagine that there's kind of like a chant that goes along with a, you know little hand gestures that kind of tell a little miniature story, right? You know, like there's lots of drinking games that are kind of like that. So I would certainly teach everybody. The, the thing first but uh but yeah so certainly the first couple of rounds you're probably right we we don't i you know or however you want to handle it, it could just be a low dc yeah um yeah okay um so while you get, while you're doing that i want not to make a perception check That is a great big honkin' 28. Well, uh, first of all, the human in the back of the room is watching you. Mm-hmm. Watching you subtly, but it's you, you become, as you move around, you become, you, you become aware that you are the focus of this person's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not, they don't, they are... Um, they don't seem to be engaged in doing anything. They're just kind of sitting back. There's a plate that a meal was on, but is now gone. And there's a mug there, but they're not drinking it. They're smoking this long-stemmed pipe. But she's watching you. And it's... Uh, uh, make an insight check. Quite as good as my perception, but let's see what the dice say. Uh, that's a sixteen. Um, you think there might be recognition, mm. like you've never seen her before, mm-hmm. but she's looking like she knows you. Anyways, let's have the first round of Constitution saving throws. For 
everybody else. <laughs> ah, well, 10. Okay. Oh, girl to 16. Okay. Oh, dear. I'm sorry, Tobias. That is a natural one for a total of two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Tobias and Eva Loki are now tipsy. Um, and so they need to make a sleight of hand check, dexterity if you don't have the skill, to... So, question, six- I know I said sleight of hand, but what What about, I, I would also consider performance, what do you think? Um, performance would be to make it look good. This is, this well, is a was- test of... Precision. Because I, like, I was thinking it was like the, the like the little song along with Oh, it, the song with like the, Yeah. Yeah, like you do the song and the gestures. Okay. Um Yeah, and and it's kind of like and and the reason it's challenging is because it's a kind of rub your tummy, patch your head kind of situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it's yeah. it's it's things that not, aren't necessarily really easy to put together. Um mm-hmm. so um uh, you know what I'll say? I'll say a sleight of hand plus performance, one of each. Um, okay. And the, the 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 DC is not difficult when you're just tipsy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my sleight of hand is a twenty-two, but my performance was a nine. Okay. So you flubbed a few of the words, but you got the the, the, the but you recovered. Um, <laughs> uh, and. Um, uh, No, I think I think actually, um, uh, you are so concentrating and getting the motions right that you, for, you dropped a word, and uh, and that that would count as a failure. But let's see what Tobias rolls. Uh, for sleight of hand, that is a twenty-four total. Okay. And sorry, what was the other thing I was supposed to roll? Uh, uh, performance. Performance for the song. All right. He is not so great on performance. Let's see. Oh, but he rolls a 19, so it's a flat 19. Okay. All right. Um, may I suggest that the word I flubbed was because I belched in the middle of it? <laughs> Perfect. Because it was my game, I wouldn't just forget the word. All right. But, uh, yeah. uh, also, mm-hmm. while while you're doing this, roll a d6 and and tell me if you roll a 6. I, did. I rolled a 2. Okay. Uh, the flavor you got out of the... Um, uh, 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 out of the um, out of the machine was walnut. Um, and Tobias, roll a, roll a d6 and tell me if you get a six. He got a three. Okay. Uh, the flavor you got out of it was mint. And um, Peter, roll for roll for roll a d6. Quattro. Okay, you you got rum. Ah, the good stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, Avaloki has been eliminated. It's now just between uh, uh, Tobias and Belk. But I'm gonna I want to see what Nock is doing with the, uh, 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 while that's going on. Um. She doesn't look at all familiar to me, right. does she? No, she doesn't. Okay. Okay, so 
And and Nock doesn't have the kind of background knowledge of the syndicate to know, like what humans represent or anything like that. So right, right. So I think a conversation would be in order. Okay. Um, You're gonna just. Walk up and sit down in front of her. The space across from her is empty. Yeah. <coughs> is that a yes? Yes. She puffs on her pipe a little. Bangs it out. Bangs out the, the, the ashes. Takes out, a, takes out a brush, starts to clean it. Good afternoon, she says. You are? My name is Sifa. I noticed that uh, I was of some particular interest to you and was wondering how... Are you trying to conceal your accent? At this, at this point, uh, the, I, would say, I would say it's as concealed as she can get it at this point, okay, make... which is not very. <laughs> okay, make a deception check. See how well you uh, conceal it. Oh yeah. Well, my dece- my deception is a negative one. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Actually, it's a zero. I rolled a one, and I have okay. a negative one in deception. That's okay. Wow. Is a flat eight. She says. I'm face assass- just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. No. Well, see. See, I didn't. Exp- I didn't expect it. To, to to actually be a, a deception thing. Mm. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't what she was thinking at all. So, Sifa, that's uh, well. I am. This is. This is uh, should have really when I'm creating it. You know, fellow dungeon masters out there, when you create an NPC, make them a name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My name is Lisa, and she speaks with the same accent you do. Ah. Or very similar, anyways. It sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. She says... Don't see too many of your kind out this way. Who is your master? I have no master. You I have free. no master? I have no master. How did you manage that? I fulfilled my obligations. And have no further instructions. I am free. Well, certainly your master told you to return when you are done. No, I had no such instructions. Uh, I find that hard to believe. It was... Uh, uh, Correct me. You're... 
shall we say, uh, not born of woman. You no. have uh, you have bones of wood and steel. Uh, I, 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 I do not know what to make of you. You are fascinating. Uh, I, I'll tell you what. I'll make it worth your while. Come with me. And I will bring you to meet others of your kind. I'm sure that you are uh, seeking community. It is, it is quite common among your type. Uh, I know where your people live nowadays and I will bring you there because I, 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 from the way you speak it sounds like you have been among syndicate for a while it must it must be wearing to always be shrouded Are you not curious? I, I am curious, but at the moment, I am not looking for my people. I am looking for history. Uh, well, well. The history and the history of my people is not the history I am looking for. Really? What sort of history are you interested in? I am looking for... the mystery of how my consciousness was created. Oh! And this is not something that my people would know. Well... This is something that... Murgant would know. Murgant. Murgant. I, I would not know where to find him, and, <laughs> and he, he did not send, well. send me with instructions to return. Our task was to be difficult. It was not so Morgan, expected. Morgant, Morgant sent you off on your mission. And that, and 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 said you were to be free when you are done. Yes. Fascinating. Well, that Morgant was a was a strange fellow, but uh, all right. Well, here, she reaches into a pouch and takes out a scroll. Mm-hmm. It's a small scroll. It's about three inches long. So it's, it's, it's on a little wooden peg, about three inches long, mm-hmm. and it's 
uh, sealed up with a little uh, little uh, a piece of string holding it together. It says, here is here is ascending. If you don't cast spells, you have friends who do. Is, I have I have friends who who cast spells when they are not falling down drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and and she'll she'll kind of point over to her over to Avaloki who's kind yeah. of like face down at the table right no, now. No, no, no. Oh. So I I, I will. The, I think no. the cut too is Avaloki saying no. I I will absolutely accept that I lost that first round, but I want to continue with the further rounds to prove that I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, really, I can do better. That was a burp. (laughs) If you should decide that you want to investigate that history further, send to me. And she hands you the scroll. Mm -hmm. It already has my my code on it, my 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 glyph. It will it will only work to contact me. Don't think and that you can, you know, oh, it's like, oh, now I have this role. It is for me. Right. And, yes. I, and I, and, uh, I would be fascinated to, uh, to see what happens. <laughs> time. Another round. Uh, let's have some constitution saves. As said, Avaloki is definitely continuing the game. Bulk rolls a 17. Uh, 17 also for Avaloki. And Tobias? 11 for Tobias. <laughs> Did you say 11 for Tobias? Yes. Okay. Um, you are... Um, uh, uh, you are now starting to get not just tipsy, but drunk. Um, everybody roll a d6 and tell me if you roll a, roll a six. Four. Two. Two. Okay. Uh, nobody gets a, nobody gets a, uh, 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 uh something foul. Um, <laughs> Uh, Belk uh, gets something that tastes like raisin. Uh, Avaloki gets something that tastes like white chocolate. And uh, Tobias gets something that tastes like black cherry. White oh, chocolate's a, a little... around. <laughs> throw it close to the tongue a little bit. <laughs> and uh, since Belk has not failed, he, he, he does not have to roll. Um... But uh, but Avaloki and Tobias need to roll. Uh, Avaloki's uh, DC for the uh, for the for the both checks is ten, and uh, Tobias is thirteen. Uh, that is a twenty-one for the sleight of hand and a thirteen for the performance. Wait, I thought Avaloki okay. rolled a seventeen on the contract too. I did. I got seventeen so the on bill. the contract. Wow, great job, Tobias. That is a seven on sleight of hand check and a two on performance. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, Tobias is now uh is now eliminated 
pretty uh, <laughs> pretty solidly, and Belk wins the drinking contest. I think everybody knew how that was going to go. <laughs> yeah, I think he's eliminated himself right under a table. He's <laughs> just going to lay there for a minute till he feels a little better. <laughs> Uh, especially since since um, mixing different liquor, liquors is is a is a, uh, is a is a recipe for problems. But anyways, uh, so yes, Christiana Avaloki does get inspiration there. Yay! Um, I I will congratulate. Uh, um, I will congratulate uh, Sir Belk by gifting to him um, a. I, I think I, I hesitate, like thinking, what would you want? Um, perhaps uh, I <laughs> I give I, I give you um, I I give you a magnifying glass. Okay. Which is uh, like it's an actual you know item yes. that mm-hmm. you can, but it's it's a relatively expensive thing. Um, honestly, <laughs> um, but it, you know, mechanically it lets you, uh, uh, you know, do the things that you would imagine a magnifying glass could do. But yes, I, I say congratulations. Well, well deserved, sir, sir Elk. I, I, I just wanted you to see that like in the, the first round was a fluke. I did better the second time, but obviously fair is fair. <laughs> He's looking at the the magnifying glass and like holding it to one eye. He's like, "Was this for your boyfriend?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, thank you, thank no, you. No, no, I used it all the time. For... Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, I. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I think at this point I, I would probably like glance around like. What's knock up to? Uh, knock is just uh, is, has just received. You, you uh, make a collection, make a perception check. <laughs> a disadvantage? <laughs> Not no, because well, I don't need it. The first roll was a three on the die, giving <laughs> me a total of six. Okay, uh, you see knock t- chatting with the woman, uh, the the human woman at the uh, at the end of the table. Ah, oh, well, look, see if I made a friend. Uh, is uh, Sifa done with that conversation? Uh, yes, I think she is. Okay, she's gonna head back to her friends. Yeah, she'll she'll excuse herself politely and you know thank. Her name is Lacia, right? Lisa. Lisa. Uh, yes. If you want to write it down, L A Y S A. L A Y S A. All right. Um, you know. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank her with, uh, with courtesy for the information, and uh, she will uh, possibly be in contact. I think Avaloki stands up from the table, sways a little bit. Perhaps dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Coming right up, says Elliot Ethic. <laughs> and uh, after uh, after a few minutes, he uh, he uh, 
comes over with a a, um, uh, uh, a menu. Um, there's a rather long list of t- kinds of sausages that they have for sale. Um, uh, and uh, roasted this and that of various sorts, some of which you recognize, uh, uh, most of which you recognize. Uh, there's a great deal of mutton and lamb on the menu. Uh, it looks like sheep are a big thing in the mountains. Um, uh, but there's this also being a port city, there's lots of fish on the menu as well. Um, and it basically looks like they um, take whatever meat that they've got available and grill it. That's how they cook here. <laughs> okay, um, so I can't have a nice haggis. Uh, yes, as long as, as as long as it's grilled. <laughs> mm, grilled slices of haggis. Oh dear. Uh, Not actually how you eat haggis. So <laughs> my stomach royals just thinking. About it. <laughs> Traditionally cooked haggis is actually not that bad, but. Um, oh no, I've had regular haggis and it's fine. I'm just imagining like somebody packing a haggis really firm and slicing it up like steak and grilling it and putting it on the stick. And now <laughs> now I'm unhappy. <laughs> uh, re- replace that image with ice cream. Ice cream on a stick. Just a ball of ice cream on a stick, not grilled. Haggis flavored ice cream on, on a stick. <laughs> sprinkled with grilled haggis. I'm sorry. My brain is not letting go of this one. Okay. <laughs> I commend you for your valiant effort, however. <laughs> <laughs> so across across the across the tavern, someone spits out the drink their drink and says, "Blah, blah haggis flavored." <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think Nock will partake of a kielbasa on a stick. Okay. <laughs> so meals are are ordered and and delivered. Um. And the uh, the food does send t- 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 soaks up some of the alcohol. You are you are not uh, terribly impaired after a good meal. <laughs> um, is not going to inform the party what she discovered. Is is the party going to ask Nuck what she what she was talking about? Who's your friend? I'm kidding. <laughs> No, it's a very, very interesting conversation. Uh, we may have some acquaintances in common. And so uh, perhaps we will meet again at another time. Well, I, I dare say, and I hope you will not take offense when I point out that it seems surprising, given where we found you, that you would have an acquaintance here in common. Oh yes, it is. A, it was a very interesting conversation. I, I, I imagine so. Fruitful, I hope. Eh, we shall see. <clears throat> I, I lean over and sort of awkwardly, sort of pat you on the shoulder and say, "Good for you." <laughs> um, about this time, Clastani uh, comes back in. <laughs> and uh and uh tosses a gold to Ethrake, gets her mug and uh fills it with ale in the back of the room and comes back and sits down with you guys. So talk to Gutterborg. 
Uh, he's definitely interested in meeting you, but he's got some clients in for dinner tonight. And so he can't see you right now because he's got, he's got another, another appointment thing going on, you know, can't, can't, uh, mix, mix, mix that up too much. So, uh, stay here tonight and he'll be able to see you in the morning. That sounds splendid. <laughs> oh, sounds like you've been having fun. All right. Well, I like your favorite place. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. It's, you can see why it's my favorite. Anyways. Uh, yeah. And so I've been roped in for this dinner thing too. So I got to run back. Um, but anyways, uh, have fun and uh, I'll see you in the morning. Uh, uh, Gotteborg never gets out of bed before like two hours after dawn. So, you know, morning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not it's not morning like like we go we got going and when it's on a work site that's this this is going to be uh i confess my curiosity how is uh how is the dawn determined while underground or do you just you have uh the message passed along from those on the outside of the cave well it depends on the cave here i mean we it's we're all like on the side of a cliff here and uh, since it's facing the south, we, we get so we can see sunset and sunrise right from from here. But in other places, they got a special like mirror at the top of the of a shaft that they keep uh, uh, focused on the where the sun rises and where the sun sets, and it shines a beam of light down the shaft at the time you know at those times of day. And that's how they keep it synchronized with the surface world if they want to. You know, lots of dwarfs, whew, they don't care. You know, they, they, they get up and go to sleep when they feel like, or, you know, they got clocks and shit. But um, here, uh, you know, here we, we got a usual surface dweller type cycle because, you know, we're not that far underground. But some of the other cities, yeah, they got, they got all kinds of ways of keeping track of time. <clears throat> Anyways, like I said, got to go. Have fun, and um, see you a uh, couple hours after dawn. Wait, I was going to ask you to name ten more facts about your culture. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to stop her and ask about adamantine weapons? Oh, yes. Uh, well, I, I, I think I will... Um, uh, I think, without calling her back immediately, I, I will look to knock and say, did you want to ask about the weapon? We will. Um Perhaps tomorrow during uh, the conversation, she seems to be in a hurry. Um, Fair enough. So it's this may not be the best time. I mean, Glastini is like like she's the one that's like been with us all the yeah, time. Yeah, right? so yeah. So like she's not. Um, she's not a stranger. She's she's yeah, she, no. you've been you've been with her for months. Well, like for that matter, she we probably would have brought it up already, right? Before we got here. Um. Yeah, but uh, but she says that um, that 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 um, she would have to be in town to find out. She couldn't okay. tell you. Okay, I guess I just so never mind. It's probably fine to just wait until tomorrow. Yeah, as as long as we don't. Have you know what? You know what? I'll hear. I know. I know. I know. I know. You've told her about this 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 interest before before you arrived you asked her about it you've told her about it um and so when she comes back here here's what happens when she comes back she's like oh and i asked my i asked uncle uh asked, asked uncle Gotteborg about the adamantine weapons um because you know 
Clan Keltak had the only adamantine in town for a while, at least. Uh, and uh, we had to, you know, now, because of this and that and the other thing, some of it got sold off and some of it got used. But um, we got, I can, I can, uh, I can definitely hook you up depending on what kind of a weapon it is. Now, most of the stuff um, going to be axes, right? Because that's what we make around here. Um, if you want, so we can, we can get you a, 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 a small axe head or a big axe head, basically. And then, uh, what you make into that is up to you. Um, uh, but, uh, the, uh, the going rate on those right now is 650 gold. Okay. Yeah. So Nock has proficiency with hand axes. Okay. So uh, that would so if if axes are what's going, then that would be what she would be interested in. Yeah, you can you can definitely you can definitely get that while you're here. Um, probably be you know like oh okay, I'm gonna you know introduce you to somebody who then can show you the, the you know can schedule a time to come and see what they have available. It's it's the kind of thing that you know like. If you want to buy a really expensive watch, you don't just walk into the watch store and say, you know, here's ten thousand dollars, you know, yeah, for a watch. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an event. It's a whole thing, and uh, and so she she says that she can she can get you the invitation you'd need to in order to to see what the stock's available. Wouldn't be with Clan Keltak because we don't have that. We're, we're kind of a merchant clan. We don't have that many smiths on our side. Um, uh, we kind of hire them out mostly, and uh, that's that's who's got who's got them right now. So, anyways, see us in the morning, <clears throat> and she heads off. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do while you're here? Any business you want to? Anything you want to acquire or anything like that? Or we're we just going to go straight to the long rest. Um, I, I think, you know what, I, I think that, uh, Avaloki briefly considers this like, oh, I might have, um, just seen if there were any, you know, what, what news has spread to this region of the Order of the Violet Dawn and the Scarpa Shoals in general, like, are people okay. interested in it here? Um, but I think, you know, have, given the events that have already transpired, it would be pretty informal and half-assed. Okay. All right. Well, make an investigation check. All right. Uh, 14. Um, yeah. Uh, people are... Um, uh, the main piece of news is that the wave, spl wave splitter has arrived in town and, uh, and that, um, you know... Uh, they just came back from the Scarper Shoals, and people are interested in hearing what news came back with it. So, uh, but it's only just arrived, so people don't know much yet. There, it looks like they're going to. The news they have is what they're going to get from the sailors on the wave splitter, right? From the crew there. Um, so they, they don't have anything. They, they don't have anything new, but they are. You know, there's there's uh, they are interested in um, you know whether there's you know, businesses that are going to be opening up there that are new markets, and because this is a this is a pretty wealthy um, tavern, 
Uh, they're interested in what, what kind of new markets might be opening up and what kind of new competition might be appearing. Mm. Um, we and, have to uh, perhaps uh, make a connection here between our mead pirates and uh, the dwarves. Uh, that's um, uh, the... Um, uh, you didn't... Uh, from what you can gather, um, they actually... Um, uh, uh, well, you weren't investigating that specifically. That, so, no, that's fair. Yeah. I was. It was just an idle thought. We could discuss yeah. more later. Yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, Lee, Sola, any any other things you want to do before going to bed? Nope. Nope. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Um, you wake up the next morning. the The, the accommodations are uh, dark, but uh, but uh, well ventilated and comfortable, um, and uh, you, uh, Glasani comes by uh, mid mid morning uh, to say that uh, so it's time to go see uh, Uncle Gal Gadaborg. He's ready to see you, uh, and uh, after that, I got a meeting set up for your for your ex. Thank you very much. Uh, Shall we? So you head up to the back to the uh, canal boats, go up a few more levels on the cliffside, and back to the offices of Gadaborg Kaltak. Um, uh, the um, The, the name of the clan that you're going to see for uh, for the uh, for the axe is Hordrak. Um, and uh, you are shown into his office, which is a uh, high-roofed uh, uh, chamber. With uh, that he's got set up so that there's like behind him is a balcony that leads out uh, over the uh, over the cliffside, um, and so the the the, the daylight's kind of coming in behind him, um, indirectly, and uh, says, "Ah, the Order of the Violet Dawn. How pleasant to see you as again." I hope everything... How was everything with that keep we built for you? Everything come out to your specifications? Everything come out okay? Glastani says that you guys are satisfied, but I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth. It's great. I couldn't pull Sierra away from it. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Now, my niece here says that you want to do some business. You want to you wanna, uh, you wanna, uh, get that same crew back. Well, as you know, the Order of the Violet Dawn is very interested in expanding our foothold in the Scarper Shoals in the larger effort of making it a region of opportunity for additional growth. And uh, we have been very happy with your work thus far. And we would like to inquire about your uh, bandwidth 
and expertise in crafting something a little bit more unusual, but something for which we do have architectural plans. I see. Well, uh, why don't you, you got them here. Let's lay them out and have a look. Do we have them here? Is our, is Beja had to Yeah, no, she's, Beja, well, you have a copy, you have a copy of the plans. Right. The original plans that she drew up. Uh, she is staying in Shenhood, supposedly to create something that is more in line with the syndicate um, mm-hmm. uh, aesthetics, and is, which is supposedly a "quote unquote" lighthouse. But yeah. you told me that you're, what you're going to do is go ahead, have her draw those up, and then yeah. build the original plans. Right, but I think so. I think what because she had made plans. Before we checked in with her family, right? Yes, she already had them all drawn up. Yeah, so that's what uh, I'm showing them. Yes, yes, that's what I figured. Um, and, and I will say uh, there is currently some wiggle room in terms of the final, final draft of these plans, but this is the approximate effect we are going for. Huh. Haven't seen plans like these for a long time. Hmm. Does the Syndicate know you're building a wizard's tower? The Syndicate has given us broad leeway in the uh, capacity of pacifying the Scarpa Shoals. I see. Well, that'll be quite the statement. Uh, yeah, well, it's a good thing you brought these to me rather than somebody in the Syndicate. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Well, we are standing here with you after all. And we have a relationship, so... Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me ask you straight. It was not, it's not going to be secret what you're doing here. It's not, it's, it's impossible to keep it a secret. The first time anybody looks at this, they're going to know what's going on. Because some of those towers, they're still standing in Tabatabai, right? Oh, you know, they yes. knocked them down everywhere else, but, but people, there's plenty of people in the syndicate who still know what it was that's how it looked like. Sure. Um, Quick meta question. Mm-hmm. Um, the size of it's not Bruland where we're doing it, or is it? I've, I've lost. Well, hey, I don't have the map up. Hang on. Um, well, so I guess what I was going to ask is it doesn't seem obvious to me that the tower would be visible from the water. Uh, would it? It depends because on... Because it's like the center of the island. Yeah. Um, it's a few miles from the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not particularly... If you were not... Because it's kind of at the highest point, but it's far away. Yeah. Um, as long as there wasn't too much other traffic there, mm-hmm. right? If it was a lonely yeah. place... Well, to um, be sure, right now, there's really nothing else on that island to anybody else's awareness. Yeah, right. Um, um, so I, I, I think what I would, would add is uh, it, it's worth noting, as we discuss all of this, that we are planning to build it in a slightly more out-of-the-way location within the shoals. It's on one of the islands which does not have any other construction on it at this time and uh is is in fact the island where they quarried the stone we used for the keep um but uh it is uh at a different location i see 
All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I can do this. This is that's I, I am mostly worried about uh, <laughs> getting out after it's done and uh, and uh, not taking the blame for having built it <laughs> because I, you know, I have the occasional client in the syndicate and I wouldn't want to get blacklisted. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, well, perhaps if it is something that you are not personally objecting to. No, yeah, I mean, hey. It's simply a, uh, it, 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 it has become uh, a, a subject of expediency that the structure may in fact be called a lighthouse. A lighthouse. Now, you see, if you had told me that it was going to be a lighthouse, that would not be a, a bit of a problem. Uh, you know, and you know something, you know, uh, all you really have to do is just put a light on it. <laughs> and you can say it's a lighthouse. Uh, uh, this is, in fact, the subject I was referring to when I described that there were, might be some uh, additional changes to the draft. But some of that is still up to negotiation. We have a talented artifact that we trust very much, uh, but... Architect. Uh, architect. Architect. What did I yes. say? Artifact. artifact. Drunk. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, art, architect is, in fact, what I meant. Um, the, yeah, so we, we have a talented uh, architect, uh, but to be sure, it is the sort of thing that um, any... Uh, actual lighthouse abilities that it may have are incidental to our primary needs. But to be sure, if uh, declaring it and designating it a lighthouse allows for certain uh, thresholds to be crossed more easily, that is acceptable. All right. So as all all the documents here are going to say that we're building a lighthouse. Just in case somebody comes by and wants to see the the records, it's going to be a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Between you and me, whatever you you do you do with this lighthouse, eh, that's that's your business. That's not my affair. Well, so to be sure, I it, perhaps what we can agree on is that you will build a lighthouse to our specifications. Absolutely, that that sounds like a perfect arrangement to me. Uh, now, um, uh, two things. First of all, as a repeat customer, I normally give a 5% discount, but I'm also taking a 5% uh, 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 extra because we need to have this little understanding. So uh, based on what I see here, uh, and given the availability of the local stone, which Glastaini says was quite good, uh, in fact, we can probably use the stone right from the site. we don't even have to, to to bring it across from the quarry down there. We can have a new quarry right there. Um, I think that uh, eight thousand gold is a is a is a good number for that. Uh, so, just as a brief once again t- table talk here, um, I, I know to some extent we have a mechanical uh, source for the cost here, but is this something that is potentially open for uh, negotiation in game? Uh 
No, this is this is this is fair, fair enough. Yes, we're yeah. we're talking about a mechanical thing that has a cost. That's yes, fine. it's it's like you know you can it's like you know we went to hundred gold p- pearl for for uh, for an identify spell. You can't haggle that. It's just mm-hmm. that's how the game's put together. So well, uh, I I I appreciate your forthrightness and your candid uh, candidness. Candor, candor, the Yes, uh, your all of those things, um, and I am glad that we can once again do business with one another. Uh, I suspect, uh, certainly, our plans are for uh, a great deal of progress to be made in the coming years in the Scarper Shoals and. Uh, I expect that if we continue to do business, you will uh, find that there are many opportunities uh, awaiting you there. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to wait and see. Uh, but uh, fair enough. But uh, but you know what? I, I I will be sending the wave splitter back out uh, once we have it uh, uh, properly uh, fitted out, and with the with the uh, we may need to. Uh, swap in some new laborers. You know how it is. You know, some people, sometimes people come back from a long mission like this. They don't want to turn around and go right away. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably going to have to get a hire a new crew. Take us a few days to get everybody together. Uh, so um, I think that uh, on your calendar, uh, we will be um, leaving on the 23rd. Splendid. And, uh, and, uh, I, you know, I'll, uh, send some, uh, some folks down to pick up the cash and, uh, we can get started. It's like, oh, you mean this cash? And, I <laughs> out of my no, no, I'm and I'll, and I'll write up the contract and we'll have it ready for you tomorrow morning. Great. Uh, will you be wanting, as we did with the, uh, with the keep, uh, any road building? I think no in this case because it is our intention that this is a uh, structure for our use and not meant for uh, so uh, for, for privacy very well all right we're probably gonna need to uh, to, uh, to 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 do to, to do some uh, trail building just to get the equipment uh, un- up there understood but no no formal we're not gonna we're not gonna lay down the kind of nice road that we did for your uh, right. for your for your for your compatriot there. All right. All right. Well then, uh, yeah, I'll send, I'll send the guys down for the, for the cash and, uh, I'll have the contract for you tomorrow morning. Great. Um, and then, uh, Glastani, well, uh, once you're done, uh, Glastani says, and, uh, I, I do have one bullet for when we walk out of the office, which is just like we're we're de- walking down the tunnel or something uh, mm-hmm, away mm-hmm. from where we just met. Then mm-hmm. Avaloki kind of stops for a moment and looks to Tobias and says, should we have told him about the earth elementals? <laughs> we'll work it out. It's fine. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just thinking it was like, that is pretend we, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, that leaves you with, um, with, uh, 841 gold on the wave cutter and about a thousand gold worth of gems, uh, after you pay that cash. 
Um, yes. But of um, course, that is why we brought it. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, after that, uh, Glastani says, "It's like, all right. Well, now we're uh, gonna go visit Clan uh, Hordrak. Uh, they're a bit deeper into the mountain, so uh, if you have trouble with the dark, well, tough because they don't like having lanterns <laughs> and stuff." Yeah, this will this will be interesting um, because Nox's eyes kind of glow. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see if 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 her photoreceptors are a little more obvious that far in the dark. Well, uh, I think sunglasses underground. Especially what with uh, with with uh, Tobias here, uh, I I think I would inquire: Is it would it be acceptable for us to carry our own torch? Uh, Just for the benefit of those in our party that do not have uh, the capacity to <laughs> see in the darkness. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. But uh, but yeah, these are these are like deep folks. Like we call them, they're they they don't have a lot of contact with the outside, but they also are the best smiths in the mountain. So perhaps a hooded lantern, if you had one available. I think we can set you up with that, yeah. Um it's it's not that they don't use lights, but they but it's generally just like forge light, you know? It's Oh un- understood. We 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 don't want to cause a fuss. We just also don't want to lose our friend Tobias down a crevasse. <laughs> well, yes. well yeah. I have to leave him behind for a broken toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, good to do that. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, so, anyways, uh, she the, the canal stop the canal boat stops at a uh, a long stair, and think in terms of um, you know those those shots in in Lord of the Rings with just like these tremendous stairs that just go on and on with no <laughs> with no landings or railings or anything. It's just it's. Uh, uh, this this masonry off into the darkness. This and... is why you don't skip leg day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we, we, we keep asking him if we want to put in like uh, a, ramp. a ramp or an elevator or something, but these folks, you know, they're, they're traditional. Uh, so... Uh, and they lead you down these stairs, and before long, you start hearing the sound of hammers on anvils and the smell of 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 uh, hot metal. And uh, Tobias recognizes the forge as the one that he had broken into with Belk a while back, um, and uh, uh, you know, found out after the fact that that they were in fact not authorized to go in there until until the operation was done. That just reminds me: have we contrived a story reason for Belk to be along with us here? Or uh, do you want to? Um, well, I'm just uh, you know. Um, hey, Belk, you want to come along with us? We're going to go <laughs> buy a, a adamantine weapon. I mean, could just be plain curious about. Buying an adamantine weapon. <laughs> hey, 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 b- b- Bunks an NPC, so it's a DM's call. 
Uh, yeah, I, let's say let's say that Belk is, is uh, has uh, broke his axe in the last uh, 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 environment. He needs a new one, so he's not going to be buying a uh, an adamantine axe. But he's mm-hmm. he's still like, oh, you're going down to see those folks, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we could have just mentioned what we were planning on last night while we were hanging out. And... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you head down and. Uh, and uh, uh, you arrive at the great doors of this um, this forge, which are standing open because there's just this wave of heat coming out of it, um, and a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a bunch of uh, half naked dwarves, uh, just sweaty and uh, uh, just covered with soot. You know, and and uh, and uh, 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 working at these uh, forges that are—it looks like they're powered by molten lava. And uh, and Glastani uh, comes up to the to the door and says, "Hey, Turin!" And one of the one of the dwarves looks up. It's like, "Oh, you." <laughs> You got some surface dwellers who want want to buy adamantine. Yep, they got they got the cash right here. All right. Go, goes over to a to a um a a, 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 a just a, a stack of crates and boxes and shifts a couple of them around, pulls one out. It's a it's a plain flat wooden box with rope handles on the sides walks over sets it down on a barrel flips up the top and there's these elaborately engraved black blades ranging in size from a from a throwing axe at one end up to a double baited great axe at the other just in, in just kind of in a in a ray um but there's just the heads. There's no handles on any of them. And uh, and he says, "Cash up front. Which one do you want?" And uh, uh, Knuckles will tell him, uh, "I have a preference for hand axes." You can't tell a hand axe by looking at it. <laughs> What do you think you are? <laughs> no. Oh, all right, all right, here, here. He, he reaches not, over. I would, not, I would not presume to judge such fine craftsmanship. <laughs> reaches in, picks up the second smallest of the of the of the of the array, and uh, and uh, uh, holds it up to you. There it is. That's the hand axe head. Six hundred and fifty gold. And Nak uh, will look back at Avaloki because she's the one with the money. <laughs> um, I think as Avaloki is is retrieving uh, the money, she'll just say, uh, "I'm not trying to uh, change the deal or anything, but I just thought I would go ahead and uh, mention, in case you were not aware, that uh, it was in fact our organization that provided this adamantine to you in the first place for you to perform such lovely craftsmanship upon it." Yeah, I heard that story. Yeah, that go, that oh. Keltak, he's uh 
He's quite the quite the uh, operator. Yeah. By our standards, what happened was he broke into our forge, used it, and then apologized after the fact. And if it wasn't for the fact that he gave us a huge lump of adamantium, he'd be in the he'd be in the brig right now. So, so yes, to to clarify, there he gave the large lump of adamantium that the Order of the Violet Dawn provided to him. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me if I don't have a particularly great respect for folks who, like, maneuver. Anyways, here's your axe head. And he closes the, closes the lid. Glastaini <laughs> uh, says, told you they were real traditional down here. Avaloki is just sort of feeling like, I, I imagine this is the very first she's hearing that there was anything improper about the whole transaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does she, like, give Tobias a look? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of, like, <laughs> what is he talking about? So he's just like, I have the faintest idea. <laughs> Do we want an insight check on that? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I'll insight check that with my minus one. Oh, it's a seventeen. Okay, is uh, is uh... I, you know I think I, I would probably have done one on on this guy too because I'm trying to figure out it's like is he have a legitimate complaint or is he just crotchety? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an insight check. All right. So against him is just a ten. Um, as far as you can tell, he, this isn't. He does not seem like the kind of guy who puts up an act. Hmm. It, he's he's and Lestady kind of notices you giving him the look, and it's just like the deeper you go in the mountain, she says, as the money's kind of being, as as, as the the pile of money you've produced, he is now going and recounting it himself. <laughs> um, uh, he says, the deeper you go in the mountain, the more traditional they get, and the more. Inflexible. Mm. Uh, now, traditions being what they are, that's where you get the best craftsmen. But it's uh, it's um, it's a challenge sometimes. But but you know what? <laughs> when you got the gold, uh, that that uh, lubricates things a lot. Just you know, courtesy is for people who follow the traditions. I see. I see. Mm. And uh, Uncle Gatterborg, he's not what you'd call a traditional guy. <laughs> he, uh, he, 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 he thinks that there's a lot of room for uh, getting things done and uh, worrying about hows and whys after the, gun, after the golds come up. Are they interested in mysteries? Mysteries, you know, that really depends on the mysteries. Uh, I'm just re- remembering from way back when. <laughs> I have in my inventory something that you told me to write down as weird sword with clamp. <laughs> Do you recall this? I believe that we found it in the cave where the, the dire troll, we, we fought the dire troll the second time. Right. 
So you say you you pull that out of your uh, from deep yeah, in the so bottom I'm of your just, backpack. I'm, I, it just occurs to me that that might be something like a strange sword design. Hmm. Might be something that would yeah. interest him. It's got a clamp. Let's say on the because I, I, I don't remember it to really precisely, but it's got a clamp, but in, in a in a like in the cross guard, and there's some yeah. screws to like hold something inside that. Right. Um. And it's uh, it's uh, it's not any special metal or anything, but it is a strange design. Right. Um, and I just heard a audio blip there. Uh, anyways, oh, um, uh, almost as if somebody else's channel was coming in for a moment. Oh, okay. Zoom must have been funny. Um, and. Uh, it's like uh, you kind of show it to Glastani and say, "Would they be interested in this?" Yeah. Uh, I, you know, something. Uh, I can't hurt to ask. Hmm. Uh, so I guess, w- like when when he comes back. Uh, yeah, all right. Would, you, okay. I double cl- double checked your counting. It's all there. Go. Go on. Well, it 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 has been uh, an informative pleasure doing business with you. I have one uh, additional request, if you have but a moment. Uh, what do as you want? An, as an expert craftsman of weapons, as it is so clear that you are, I wonder if you have ever before seen a design such as this. And and uh, he he takes the weapon and looks at it. And it's like uh, the blade's typical s- surface folk work. Nothing really particularly special about it. I don't usually get to see screws like this on surface folk work, though. That's those are pretty precisely made. Uh, somebody who knew what they were doing put this together, but uh, couldn't tell you why. Never seen anything like it myself. Uh. I mean, it was retrieved from a treasure cache in the Scrapper Shoals. Uh huh. And had likely been there for some time. Yeah, well, wasn't made by dwarves. I can tell you that. That that steel is way too well. Yeah, it's way too surface dweller. Well, uh, if uh, <laughs> well, he he is less interested in it than I was hoping. I was thinking he, he, I might. he 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 kind of then he then kind of wait a minute and he licks the blade. You know, <laughs> that ain't that ain't syndicate work either. I would imagine not. I would not be surprised if it didn't predate the syndicate. That's possible. Doesn't seem doesn't seem that old to me though. Hmm. I don't know who made this. This is not a this is not a work I've ever seen before. You got any other funny people living out there in the Scarper Shoals? People from- Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. We're working on that. Not yeah. the elimination, but the discovery of them. And the uh learning more about them. Yeah, well. He hands it back. Uh, That's all I can tell be, you. If, okay. If, 
if you would be uh, interested in it in any way as, as a keepsake or a object of curiosity, conversation starter, etc., you, you may consider it a gift. Uh, nah. Nah. All right. Well. <laughs> Only money! (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Probably also don't, like, none of the incidental little items that might be gifts to other people would impress I remember what it was. Oh, okay. I remember what it was. Ah. Uh, You actually have seen weapons similar to this. Tobias has seen weapons similar to this since... This came out. Oh, it's, works. it's an orcish weapon, and the clamp was to hold a piece of that ever-hot metal that they've got to make the blade hot. That's what it was. I remember now. Okay. Um, so, so, in any case... So, uh, when you pull I, it up, I, Tobias knows what it is <laughs> instead of this dwarf. Does Tobias speak up? Yeah. Seeing um, Avaloki hopelessly flailing, hoping to find some little bit of curiosity that would uh, appease this this crotchety dwarf, and utterly failing so far. <laughs> um, then yes, Tobias is happy to once once the dwarf has given his so called expertise. Tobias is happy to say, "Oh yeah, I've seen this, or at least something similar. I'm not sure how it was made or what they do with it exactly, but." He has seen orcs with this. Orcs! Orcs! And Glasani says, Well, yeah, yeah, we saw orcs in the uh in the Scarpish Holes. And the and the and this old dwarf goes, I didn't think they were still around anymore. Well, that does seem to be the common perception, however, our encounters with them and their works would seem to contradict that. And an orc made a screw like that. Hey, give me that thing back. Give me that thing. <laughs> and he and he and he works the works the screw on it and says, This thing's probably something like fifty to hundred years old. The screw's still it's just no corrosion. Alright. Alright, 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 alright. I'll give you fifty gold for the thing. I gotta find out what these screws are made of. I do an elaborate courtly bow and say, it is a gift. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. All right, yeah, okay. Gank, come here! <laughs> Elves, man. Take the screws out of this thing and figure out what they're made of. Yes, sir. <laughs> they, they take it off. I, I think Avaloki walks out at this point very pleased with themselves. <laughs> All right. So you head back up. Uh, Glastani says, like, I know some woodcarvers who could get a, get you a, a, a nice handle for that if you want. Uh, that get some... would be appreciated. Uh, the axe head doesn't do much good if I'm just... And she'll, yeah. she'll, she'll, like, mime... Just holding the axe head in, in by the middle and <laughs> chopping in the air with it. Let <laughs> <laughs> let a nice piece of cheese with it. <laughs> <laughs> good, good shave, you know. Wear it as a necklace. Yeah, uh, well, she, well, Nock uh, uh, doesn't even have hair to cut. <laughs> she has cilia. <laughs> so, so, 
it's not gonna and she doesn't grow fingernails so she can't do that <laughs> be very popular next time you go to a heavy metal concert <laughs> it's a necklace <laughs> So, uh, so I'll say that the uh, that the uh, that that getting a handle made for it just cost you another gold, um, okay. and uh, and uh, do you want uh, now the, the 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 maker can uh, can uh, include more carvings and things in it? He says it's it's a shame to have such an incredible piece of dwarven craftsmanship with just a plain old stick stuck through it. Um, yes. So I have. Some dragon hide wraps I can put around it for the grip, and uh, a solid oak shaft um, with uh, uh, um, with some uh, burnt-in uh, runes for luck along its handle. Uh, just because it would be a shame to put just an ordinary handle on a on a on a piece such as this, um, which will cost. Quite right. Uh, he says that'll cost an extra ten gold pieces for the fanciness. Oh yes, we will. We will do the fanciness. Okay. <laughs> it's just like when you're buying a special weapon, buy a special weapon. Don't try don't. to nickel and dime yourself on the extras. That's certainly Avaloki's right. perspective. You know. All right. Do not question the price of anything. Do not ask to see itemized costs of things. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So add to your character sheet an adamantine hand axe. Got, now I've got two adamantine axes in the party. I, you know, this every door in the place is, is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least mine is only a hand axe, so it's yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, all right. Um, is there any other business you want to do in in uh, t- in? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. That was our primary. Okay. All right. So um, a few days later. You get on the wave splitter and head back toward the Scarper Shoals, and indeed, you do have Glastania is still in charge, but you have a, a new, a new, a new labor crew uh, mm-hmm. on board for this because um, uh, the ones who you, who just came back are uh, uh, on uh, on a, 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 an extended uh, vacation because they've just spent several months working. Um, and uh, you got a new group, but the wave splitter has now got a fresh, uh, 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 a fresh uh, piece of spinstone in it, as the as does the tractor that's in the uh, hold uh, that they use for all their heavy lifting and stuff. Uh, and you're headed back. And uh, next week, uh, I want to know who I should plan for. Um, uh, do you want to, um, uh, I think we should see what Sierra and Malgalad are up to, but I want to know what they're up to so I can plan for it. Where are they going? What are they doing? Unless, unless they are going to, you know, keep track of just, you know, hole up in the keep or on the moon, the moon's nest or what, um, well- the the only other the, the piece that I want to kind of keep in because uh, Avaloki certainly wants to pay attention to this is remembering that she does want to try to be there for the 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 Lithereal arriving. Oh yes. Um, uh, the so lithereal... the timeline for that is a little tricky, but um... yeah, uh, I'll assume that you've been in contact with uh, with them 
by ascending mm-hmm. because they're both out of the Scarper Shoals now. Right. Um, and um, about the time you land, you arrived at Tabatabai, they had gotten to Shenhood. Okay. And uh, they are crossing, they're going, you're going in opposite directions now. And mm-hmm. so uh, they're going to arrive at Tabatabai at about the same time you do. Okay. So if you wanted to meet up with them, you could meet up with them there. Hmm. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, my, my only hesitation is the meta one that I know people are itching to go to see Shrand, and I am too as a player. <laughs> but this is something that's pretty important to Avaloki. She wouldn't want to miss it. Because, I mean, if she joins up with them at Tabatabai, I mean, that's still a long journey. Yeah, there's still a long sail around the mountains back to... Right, but the trick was that the teleportation circle that goes to the capital is also far away from this place that they were going to show up at, right? The yeah, but you, could, but, you could, but you could probably get the glyphs for the teleportation circle at the port once you're in the capital. Oh, right. I think we had talked about that. So for that reason, there's no need for Avaloki to ride the Lethereal the whole way. Right. Right. So so it could be that if as long as we're in communication, we have an estimate of when that would occur. Yeah. I can come out of the shoals to teleport to. And they were able to pick up some more sails in Shenhood. So they're making better time. Okay. uh, Now. So as long as is that still kind of on the menu for the future, um, Avaloki would certainly want to check back in. And if there is hearing of like, we think it's time. Take on right. undead dude, then yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, okay. So if you what if you want what if you if what you want to do is jump ahead to when the wave splitter arrives back in the Scarper Shoals, and the, the four of you together again to say, okay, now it's time to assault Shryand, Then that's what I will prepare for. And we can always, you can always figure out how to hand wave the lethargal thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that that we were we were talking about that being like a month away, right? Yeah. It's going to take them a month to get back to the Elven Realm. Yeah, so so let's say it takes us a month to, or excuse me, a week for us to get back to the shoals, um, and then it would only take a couple of days for us to get out of the bubble so that I could teleportation circle, right? Yeah. That means that we have we have time. I just want to keep track of it is all so we don't forget. Um, but yeah, so there, there's, there's time and that sounds great to me. Both. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Yep. Then that's what we will do next time. Um, I'm going to stop the recording.